Welcome. This is 30 Minutes or Less News Now. Breaking news. The owners of a Colorado funeral home were arrested Wednesday after nearly 200 decaying corpses were found improperly stored at their facility. John and Carrie Halford, the owners of the Return to Nature funeral home, were arrested on four felony charges, including abuse of a corpse, theft, money laundering, and forgery, according to a statement from the district attorney for Colorado's 4th Judicial District. The pair were taken into custody without incident in Wagoner, Oklahoma. Both are being held on bond set at $2 million. The probable cause affidavit has been sealed, but the DA, Michael Allen, said he would not, con not contest releasing it to the public at a later date. I want to warn you, the information contained in the affidavit is absolutely shocking, he told reporters at a press conference on Wednesday. Prosecutors may bring additional charges to the case as investigation progresses. Police first searched the funeral home located roughly 30 miles south of Colorado Springs in the town of Penrose on October 3rd after re receiving a report of an abhorrent smell coming from the building. What they found inside was horrific, according to the Fremont County Sheriff Alan Cooper, who declined to go into further detail during the October 6th press conference on the, on the investigation. According to its website, Return to Nature offers green and natural burial services, which allow bodies to decompose underground without the use of metal caskets or chemicals. The practice is legal in the state of Colorado, but the law requires bodies that are not embalmed to be refrigerated within 24 hours of death. Fremont County Coroner Randy Keller declined last month to say whether the remains discovered at Return to Nature were intended for natural burial, but he did note they were improperly stored. Some relatives of those whose remains were sent to the funeral home for cremation told the Associated Press that they believe they were given fake ashes composed of dry concrete. The AP also reported that the Halfords were sued by a crematory that stopped doing business with them, but that issue did not, did not appear to immediately attract inspectors in a state with notoriously lax funeral home regulations, even after the company's registration expired in November. Investigators originally estimated the 2,500-square-foot building contained about 115 bodies, but after transporting all remains to the El Paso County Coroner's Office, they raised that number first to 189, and then 190 individuals. The process of identifying specific victims is ongoing. Keller said on Wednesday, in total, 110 individuals have been identified using fingerprints, dental records, or medical hardware. 25 bodies have been released back to their families. Colorado Governor Jared Polis issued a verbal disaster declaration in order to free up additional resources for the investigation, an effort that has included both state and federal bureaus of investigation. Three county coroner's offices, the State of Emergency Management Agency, and state and local police agencies. Some of the investigators come from an FBI team uh, that have been dispatched to mass casualty events like 9-11 and airline crashes. We will keep you updated as the story develops. In Mesa, Arizona, a teacher's Halloween costume caused a hell of a controversy. The teacher has been suspended after a few students were reportedly spooked by the educator's Spirit Week costume, the devil himself. When students showed up at the unidentified teacher's classroom last week, they found the teacher wearing devil horns carrying a pitchfork. As each student entered the class, the teacher reportedly waved the pitchfork over their head and said, Hail Satan! Sophomore Nathaniel Hamlet told the station while some students thought the teacher's antics were funny, others blew it off, 
He personally didn't appreciate it for religious reasons. I said, don't do that to me, and I pushed the pitchfork away, maybe three or four times, and he still said it, and he still did it, Hamlet told KPNX. The unidentified teacher told the station that the Satan costume was part of Halloween-themed Spirit Week. Participating in Spirit Weeks like this is a way for me to engage with my students and bring fun to my classroom, the teacher said. It's truly not any more complicated than that. But Hamlet didn't agree and told his dad, former Mesa Public School Board candidate Chris Hamlet, who reported the incident to the school's principal. I was livid because I'm a Christian as well, obviously, Christian Hamlet told KPNX. What really tipped it over for me is he kept telling him no, and the teacher kept persisting. As a result, the teacher was taken out of the classroom the next day and put on paid administrative leave. Mesa Public Schools Administration was notified of the alleged incident at Mesa High School late Wednesday afternoon after school hours. Our Human Resources Department began the investigation Thursday morning and placed the teacher on paid administrative leave pending the result of the investigation. The investigation remains ongoing. Nathaniel Hamlet told KPNX he thinks the suspension is fair, but said the teacher did it repeatedly to everyone, so I feel like you should probably get fired. Chris Hamlet agreed with his son. If you're going to keep the Christian stuff out, then you got to keep the devil-worshipping stuff out, period, he said. The devil was not able to be reached for comment. In Gainesville, Florida, a 10-year-old Florida boy and his 11-year-old sister were running away to California. They drove 200 miles, that's 320 kilometers, in their mother's car before they were stopped by sheriff's deputies on an interstate highway. The Alachua County Sheriff's Office has deputies spotted the sedan on Interstate 75 near Gainesville in North Florida just before 4 a.m. The children's mother had reported it stolen and her children missing four hours early in Northport, a city in southwest Florida. The deputies, thinking they were dealing with car thieves, drew their guns and ordered those inside the car to step out. Much to their surprise, deputies observed a 10-year-old male driver exit the vehicle along with his 11-year-old sister. The children told deputies the girl had been upset that their mother had taken away her electronic devices for misbehaving, so the boy was driving her to California. The children were interviewed by detectives who said there was no indication they had been mistreated by their mother or anyone else in the home. The mother declined to press charges and the children were released to her. The names of the mother and the children were not released. A 104-year-old woman has died a little more than a week after she potentially broke the world record for the oldest skydiver. Dorothy Hoffner jumped 13,500 feet from a plane with Skydive Chicago in Ottawa, Illinois on October 1st. She likely died in her sleep Monday at Brookdale Senior Living. The associates at Brookdale Lakeview are deeply saddened by the passing of our resident Dorothy Hoffner, the statement said. We were thrilled to see her continue to live with passion and purpose skydiving earlier this month at 104 and ultimately proving that age is just a number. She will be greatly missed by our entire community. Guinness World Records is still working to confirm if Hoffner broke the record for the oldest person to jump from a plane. The current record belongs to Linnea Ingegaard Larsson of Sweden, who was 103 when she made a jump in 2022. Hoffner made her first jump at the age of 100. And that concludes 30 minutes or less of news now. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.